Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. And to you, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire, my name is John Mark Tolley. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Will, a.k.a. Mr. Darth Tuba. Will, how are you today, sir? Bright Suns. I am doing well. Actually, Bright Suns sounds like it's a, a, a serious thing that you had to contend with. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fortunately, we only have one son here. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it would how what it would be like today if we had two um, <laughs> 90 degrees Fahrenheit out here where I'm from today. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, it was we're, pretty brutal. We're fortunate not to get that too much on the East Coast, but we do get it from time to time. You know, we have. To yeah, yeah. That's one of the uh, um, banes of living in the Midwest. Like I, I told him uh, off here and I told my wife, you know, living in the Midwest, it's all the heat and humidity of living in Florida, but with 99% less beaches. Yeah, there you go. So, unless you can't like Michigan, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, look on the bright side. You also get really harsh winters, too, right? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, there's that. <laughs> who, who signed me up for this anyway? Uh, <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, all right, well. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, so, so what's on the what's on the uh, the docket for today? What's our topic? well? I thought we would uh, have a little laugh today and okay. look at some of the the spoofs, the the parodies, and the different things that people have come up with with within Star Wars and just and just kind of close to Star Wars um, that have made us laugh for years and continue to make us laugh today so well, that, that's exciting because i i find you know you can always use a good laugh let's face mm -hmm. it and uh and it's good not to take yourself so not to take yourself so seriously oh absolutely that's that's the and what do they say uh, imitation is a sincere form, form of flattery like yeah. all the sayings as they go but um, um yeah the first... so there's a lot of different areas oh yeah well, the first one I want to I want to talk about kind of is one of the newer ones, and that is um, I can't remember the character's name, but it was a Saturday Night Live sketch that they did. Oh, Matt, the radar technician. Matt radar. Matt, the radar technician. <laughs> Matt flat out sucks. <laughs> that yes. What, what I what I. One one of the things that first of all you got to give it up for Adam Driver. Oh yes, he had an incredibly great sense of humor. Mm -hmm. But I, I I have to say that one of the most impressive things about that is behind the scenes, he was wearing the the Kylo Ren cowl and mask from mm -hmm. the movie for yeah. that scene. And 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 the reason I know this is because uh, Tom Spina Designs, who's a, he's a, actually an East Coast guy, he works in the city. He designed and he does a lot of for Lucasfilm. He does a lot of um, uh, um, refurbishment refurbishment of props and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he does prop replicas and things that he does, sells in his own businesses, officially licensed things. And they hired him to be the keeper of the Kylo Ren mask. And this was right after Force Awakens came out, so right. he had to care for it and and and, and then he had to fit. Yeah. Um, Adam Driver in it. So, um, and you think back to like, you know, Saturday Night Live has done their share of spoofs and mm -hmm. they, they're probably, they were probably more well known for their Star Trek spoofs. Like, yeah. you know, the original one with uh, John Belushi and Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. But, um, you know, their, their I, sets, their, 
their costuming were all very low budget. And then you go to see this one and they're walking around in, you know, movie accurate costumes and one that's an actual prop from the movie. Prop, yeah. So it was pretty impressive. Yeah. I thought. And it did give us the uh, uh, a meme, which is Adam Driver as Kylo Ren giving the thumbs up. <laughs> uh, yeah, like under, it was undercover boss. That's what it was, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was a spoof. It was so it was a double spoof. It was a spoof on Undercover Boss, yeah. and a spoof on Star Wars. Which is, <laughs> I love that uh, they gave the card. Sorry, I killed your father, you know? <laughs> or killed or killed your son, or whatever. Oh, uh, I, I mean, yeah, very. I mean, you know, Saturday Night Live can be very hit or miss, as we both know. And uh, that was a definite... That was a good one. And they've done other Star Wars stuff. I remember... I can't remember well, who it was. Who did, the, uh, um, the, the Star Wars song. Star Wars! Oh, don't worry. No, well, they were singing Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. They're, more recently, there were bits with... Um, I can't think of his name. Um, the... Um, Oh, the actor, I can't think of his name. He's he's uh, he's on a lot these days. He's even more modern. Yeah. And he, I think it was, um, okay, the actress that, and his name is escaping me, that that played Jin or so. Was, oh, uh, oh yeah. I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, she was uh, the host, and he shows mm. up dressed exactly like Saw Gerrera. I mean, he had the mask. <laughs> he had everything. I was just impressed. I was like, what the nice. heck? And they nice. whipped this up, and that wasn't a movie movie costume. They just whipped that up with, you know, spare parts, uh, in in the course of a uh, in the course of a. Uh, now, have you yeah. seen the ones they did of the 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 um, the unknown casting? Yes. Oh the, wait, the unknown cast, or you no, mean the the uh, the 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 ones where they were doing the the the, the, the audition, test. the yeah. the screen test. I've seen those are hilarious. Yes. Those are hilarious. Um, they are. I got to give. I mean, he's weird. You know, he's had his a uh, his he's had his troubles with the with with things. But Kevin Spacey's Walter Matthau and you know was, yeah. was hysterical. And they did Barbara. Somebody did Barbara Streisand. One of the guys. Did, I, my favorite one was oh, he just passed away t- recently too. Oh, um, he did he he did the news a lot, but he did. Uh, oh yeah, Norm Macdonald. Norm Macdonald. As I can't remember, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds as yeah. Han Solo. And he's, that is. A, and what the hell is this all about? Well, if you're going to talk about parodies, though, uh, mm-hmm. you have to talk about the very first one. Do you know mm-hmm. the very first one? The one that came out the same year the, that the movie came out. Troopers. No. No, no it wasn't Troopers. Troopers. Was the it 90s. Troopers. Oh, that's right. The 70s, maybe 78. Ooh. Hardware Wars. Oh yes, hardware you gotta wars. Talk about hardware yes, wars. hardware yeah. wars. That was a def- definite, the definitively first parody. I mean, maybe Bill Murray singing Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars, might have been the first parody, but yeah, the first you know actual making fun of the movie, uh, you know, but as, but be a love letter mm-hmm. to the movie. And I think that was the guy who did it, Ernie Fuss. Facilius or Fas- Facilius, I can't think of his name, but he he did like it was all like you know they they there was some pretty good street cred. They had Paul Freeze, the voiceover guy who's the voice of the Haunted Mansion, and you know he's done a bunch of stuff for Disney, and he was also the Pillsbury Doughboy. He did the narration, you know, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll kiss three bucks goodbye, you know. He did the whole thing, and then they had all the different characters. One C T P O looked like. Uh, the Tin Man, uh, a 
Chewbacca kind of looked like a cookie monster, but he was brown. It was like a Muppet. And oh my God, it was, I mean, it was, it's, I can't say it's the most hilarious thing now. I mean, obviously it's a little dated, but when you look at it, you can find it, you know, it's interesting to see what people saw right away as something to make fun of, you know what I mean? And what they, what they felt was something that was worth doing. There it is. Yes. May the farce be with you. Um, Those guys are all, I mean, I think you could find a lot of those actors. I mean, for this little tiny stint, they're actually going around doing like conventions now, you know? And, and there was even a call back to it in last Jedi in the scene with the ironing, when you saw the iron come down on the uniforms, they thought it was, you thought it was a ship landing. Mm -hmm. And when they were going to get cost to get the uniforms, to, to mm. pose as to pose as first order, you see the ship looks like a ship landing and all the steam, and then it pans out and it's actually a oh, it, no. it's like a, a droid iron, and that was totally a throwback because they were using irons and mi- hand mixers and all sorts of stuff, and then they came out with a special edition <laughs> when the Star Wars special edition came out, like twenty years later, and they were actually putting like cheap digital like computer added effects, you know, to kind of make fun of it. Oh. it was, it was fantastic. So yeah, hardware wars. You, you gotta oh, give some love. First gotta one. go. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was good. So then we go on to uh I guess, you know, moving right along, you know, once we got past the Star Wars, the original movies coming out, I mean, you gotta go to the next one that's probably the most famous, which would be Spaceballs. Spaceballs. You know, you we gotta you gotta give it up for the 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 amazing genius that is Mel Brooks. And uh, he, you know, poked fun at a Western. He poked fun at the horror, genre, the, the classic horror genre. And then he finally said, it's time to poke fun at, or he well, poked fun at history, like big epic history movies, like yeah. Ten Commandments with History of the World. And then he finally said, it's time to take on sci-fi. And yes. it, it was kind of a salute to a salute to all sci-fi, but mostly Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. There was a lot of... Um... Oh, yep. There's the poster. There it is. Yogurt. Uh, we got yogurt. Hey, barf. <laughs> even with, even with strawberries. I mean, it, it, so many, so many great lines. So many. Kind of was like Bill Pullman's like first big. Yeah, yeah, role, right. Yeah, and John Candy. Bartholomew. Oh, Bar- Bartholomew. I'm I mean, a, I can quote I'm, that I'm a mog, half man, half dog. I'm my own best friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then of course, Dot Matrix. Uh, Dot Matrix, yes. Joan Rivers. I mean, so many great. Uh, I mean, and and it was his normal like you know staple. We we watched in this household where we grew up, huge Mel Brooks fans. Watched all of the movies over and over again, so we can quote everything. Oh, yeah. But uh, it's and he always had this this team of people like that. In the, you know, like the the minister. You know, at the end, the short short version. You know, he'd been a, he'd been a writer. He'd been in a lot of stuff with uh mel brooks um you know all the bit characters on the side they were just part they were part of his writing team and they were just they did a lot of bit parts in other movies so what a oh, fantastic you, oh yeah yeah i mean you can do we can you can do a whole show just oh, on space balls now now but... interestingly enough you know he went to george lucas on that and he and he didn't he wanted permission yeah. you know he did have you know mel brooks when he made fun of something that was the most for, for mel you know if somebody if you were making a movie and Mel Brooks wanted to come and make fun of your movie. That was the greatest compliment you could ever get, because mm-hmm. he, that he showed that much respect, and he would never do it unless you gave him permission. 
Yeah. Like he got Alfred Hitchcock's permission before he did High Anxiety, which is a total tribute to all the Alfred Hitchcock's films. And when it came to Star Wars, he went <laughs> to George Lucas, and George Lucas said, absolutely, I'd love you to do it, just one condition. You can't market it with toys. Mm-hmm. And that is why, to this day, you do not have any Spaceballs toys. Now, with Disney taking over, maybe that's something that they'll loosen up with. But yeah. I, ha- I have found some people have done 3D printing. I did find a little dark helmet action figure oh. that, I, that somebody 3D printed and painted. So nice. I, did pick, I did pick that up. But uh, I'd love to have a set of the, the main yeah. characters. And, and of could- course, well, I'm still waiting with, with bated breath for Spaceballs 2, the search for more money. Now, they did do a cartoon. <laughs> they did. Okay. They did do an animated series. Uh, in fact, I remember going to Celebration one year and there were people passing out cards, you know, like coming soon. And um, Mel Brooks was involved. He came back and he did, um, he provided the voice of pre- the same, you know, Yogurt and President Scrooge. And uh, I watched it for a little bit. It 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 just, it just didn't. It, it, didn't, it didn't have the same, yeah. You know, I, I don't know whether it was, I can't even tell you why. For one thing, I think he was, it was, it, it, it's hard to do a series, man. That's a lot of. He had to pull. He was pulling stuff from Lord of the Rings and from Ghostbusters and from all sorts of stuff, and it just wasn't. Mm. It just wasn't that funny, you know. And I, uh, I, I mean, I'm glad they made the attempt, but I'm really hoping that they do eventually. I heard they were going to be, they were going to do another one, call it the Shorts Awakens. Oh, but uh, I don't know if that'll ever come to pass. We'll see. Yeah. But uh, it, you know, I, hey, if it does, I will be the first one in the theater. You know, I will be there. Yeah. So, but so, yeah, the space balls, that ship opening. Oh, where they just keep going and going and grow, now, going now, and going. Now, kids, remember something here, okay? Kids listening or people, there was no CGI back then, okay? This was all done practically. So there's a ship that they were making fun of the whole like Star Destroyer crossing overhead, and they just kind of went from left, you know, panning left from right to left. And oh my goodness, this ship went on forever. It was the joke. They kept like the music would swell up a little bit, like as if it was coming to the end of the ship, and then it would go back down, and the ship would keep going, and it would keep going, and it would keep going, and it was, it was one of those things where it was funny. For you started to laugh, then you stopped laughing because you're like, oh my god, this is going on forever, and then it started getting funny again because <laughs> you just because it just was like that. I think Seth MacFarlane, which we'll we'll talk about him in a little bit later. But uh, I think he kind of adopted all of that with uh, his his brand of comedy. Mm-hmm. So yes, Spaceballs, best one, definitely, definitely by far. Now moving on, we have something now. Unless unless there was one that was between uh, Spaceballs and Troopers, because I don't know if there was. I don't, not one that I remember. I mean, there's been a lot of. I mean, we've talked about Star Wars and pop culture. There's been pop yeah. culture references, like we can talk about Friends. The famous scene where, you know, what's her name comes out, oh, Jennifer Aniston's yeah, character yeah. dressed with the with, with the, which I never liked because she comes out with the, with the, the the bikini from uh, the slave slave girl bikini from yeah. Jabba the Hutt's palace, but she has the the buns, the buns. I mean, not that I yeah. didn't like it, I just was like, you know, yeah. hey, that's not that's not correct. That's not canon. The nerd be like, no, no, you've got it. <laughs> nerd rage, nerd rage, engage. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, but, and there were like little moments like that in other sitcoms, yeah, but nothing, yeah. um, nothing big. Well, 
And I think Troopers was the first one that was a direct, like direct parody as in this is taking place inside the Star Wars universe. Everything so far, the ones we've talked about have been either indirectly or somehow this is the first one where it's supposed to be set within the Star Wars universe and answering quite, you know, and talking about stuff that Star Wars nerds would be interested in like, okay, what happened with those? With the with the with the troopers that were sent down down there, yeah. um, and doing it like a cops like 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 a show cops for those of us who grew up in the nineties, we all bad remember boys, cops. Bad boys, yes. What you gonna do? Um, and that whole scene at the uh, uh, at the Lars homestead was just oh my god. <laughs> yeah, if you don't if you don't be quiet now, I'm uh, gonna shoot you. <laughs> they all had the Chicago accent. I mean, yeah, that was great. yeah. Yes, yes. Um, I will want to talk about. We do have to talk. It's it's not, um, it's not really um, a visual parody. It's more mm-hmm. of a musical parody. You got to talk about Weird Al Yankovic. Yes. Yeah. We're. I mean, in that around, uh, you know, there was something that came out. I thought about it. Yoda. You know. Yoda. Yo 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 Yoda. You're yes. looking at me funny. Have you not heard of that? I have. I have. Okay. I, I, I'm more familiar with... Met him uh, in the swamp down in Dagobah where it bubbles all the time like a giant carbonated soda. S-O-D-A so... Okay, you got to go and look at it. Listen to it. Okay. Yes, it was um, the first musical parody of Star Wars. Really. Wow. Yes. And wow. it came out in 1980 or maybe a little later in the 80s. And it was... Wow. Fun, fantastic. I mean, nice. the words at the end, the long-term contract I got assigned says I'll be making these movies till the end of time <laughs> with my Yoda. I mean, it was it was very prophetic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And of course, um, you know, we're talking about Weird Al and Star Wars. Uh, it's the, the saga begins. The saga begins. Yeah, the a saga long, be- long time ago. Basically tells me entire... I mean, it's movie. It, I it's mean, it practically more. wrote itself when it first came out a long, long time ago <laughs> in a galaxy far away. I actually sang that. Oh, I sang that at my church. With oh, <laughs> and and everybody looked at me like, oh, "What yes. are you doing? You're messing with a classic." And I said, "My, no, my, I am improving a classic." Guy. Thank you, Mark. Thank yes. you very much. This here, yeah. No, that's awesome. That maybe Vader awesome. someday later. Now he's just a small fry. And uh, <laughs> kissed his he left mom. his home and kissed his mommy his goodbye. goodbye. Stay soon. soon. I'm gonna I'm be, be a Jedi. Jedi. <laughs> now, have you ever heard? Have you ever heard of George Lucas in Love? I've heard of it. I don't know if I've heard it or seen it. it. It's a short film. Okay, and it came out around the same time. It was actually parodying both Star Wars and Shakespeare in Love. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've ever seen Shakespeare in Love, but um, I mean, essentially, it just kind. Of, I, I don't. I don't want to. I, I don't want to talk about Shakespeare in Love. Let's talk about George Lucas in Love. George Lucas in Love basically is it's him in college. It's George Lucas, a young George Lucas in college, and he's walking around campus, and <laughs> he's he's like it shows like the things going on around him that are kind of getting him 
you know, inspiring him to write Star Wars. Like there are all these college guys walking around that are, you know, one guy's really tall and he always wears gold and another one's really short and kind of whistles all the time. And it's just him getting inspired, like all these people. Because first he's going to write, his, he's, he's talking about his his new student film, which is like, you know, it's, you know, obviously THX 1138, but he had another right. name for it. It was like, you know, 1474RBB217. You know, like that was the name of his film. And he was going to go show it to his professor and he's going across or whatever. And he meets this girl and the girl has the buns and he's like, you know, you see her like kind of get all smitten with her. And, you know, they just see all these different characters all walking around that look like the characters from Star Wars. And it just kind of, and, and he starts to write it out and he's all excited about it. And then that's kind of how the movie, it's short. It only, it's only lasts like 10 minutes, but the best is the end credit scene. You know, after you like, he thinks he starts to write, you know, like, I think I've got it. I've got this, I've got this, I've got this movie. And he sees him right, starting to write. And the girl's in there with him and they're hugging. And then like at the end of the movie, after the credits, I think the, the, the knock at the door and there's like a, the mom walks in and he's like, oh my God, you two met? And they're looking at each other because they're dating George yeah. and this girl. And it's like, you know, you don't understand your sister, your brother and sister. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, well played well played now so. there's one i've seen with george lucas and i uh i believe it actually is george lucas where he either at skywalker ranch and i don't know if it, it has to be set just the way it's set up you can tell it was set up where there are the the writing team and someone mentions mara jade and lucas just goes just goes bonkers like Mara Jane oh who cares about Mara Jane just like I, I've I've seen it but I don't remember yeah yeah I, it, like I said there's been so much so much parody um that it's in, it's impossible mm -hmm. to keep up with all of it oh, I, they yeah, used to be so... if if you go to like um you used to go to when you know when you go to comic cons and things like that they still have them there's always like that one booth even if it's a small con there's usually one booth with tons and tons of bootleg videos or nowadays bootleg dvds yeah. And it's amazing what people have there. It's so much oh, yeah. fun because I remember I got a tape. It wasn't even a DVD. It was a tape. It was an actual video cassette and it was wow. called Star Wars Rarities. And it was basically just all these appearances of the characters for, on different shows. Like here's another one. Did you know that the Star Wars characters appeared on Donnie and Marie? Doesn't do you even know who me. Donnie and Marie is? Yes, I do know who Donnie <laughs> and Marie is. All right. I know I know I you're, am that old. you're not that am, like, yeah. younger than me, but Donnie yes. so one of their specials there did a whole Star Wars par parody and and uh I I, I know that C3PO and R2 and Chewbacca, Peter Mayhew, Anthony Dan, they were all in it, but it was like, you know, Marie Osmond was playing um was playing Leia, uh Donnie Osmond was playing Luke. There's foreshadowing for you. And then Chris Christopherson was there playing on solo. Paul Lynn was playing like an Imperial officer. It was, and then they had dancing stormtroopers. It was just nuts. <laughs> it was, it was the seventies man. And it was crazy. So, um, all right. So I guess, you know, and, and we can bop around. I'm just kind of looking around. Well, since you already mentioned, uh, Donnie Osmond. Oh, Donnie Osmond. Okay. I have something or along the same vein of the same type of show. Okay. 
Oh, Star wow. Wars Muppets. Oh, wow. Star Wars Muppets. Star Wars and the Muppets. Who's your uh, tailor? I love that outfit. <laughs> that is the, that was, oh my God. As a, now, Chewbacca, I got to say, Chewbacca looks a little weird. He doesn't have his bandolier. Santa feels yeah. naked. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I guess they didn't want to have a weapon. Oh no, I think it got lost. Yeah, oh. that's what it was. All this time I thought, the bandolier, they didn't want to have it because it looked like a weapon and they just didn't want to have it. Because weapon. I was thinking that when you said that, I was like, Luke, Luke, I mean, Luke has his blaster with him. So, yeah, no, you're right. It got lost. It got lost at the airport. Can you imagine that? Like, the, I mean, these days, you're talking about holy grails, Chewbacca's bandolier. Oh, yeah. It got lost. So, well, apparently, I guess it got turned up somewhere. But, um, yes, and that yeah. was a and I, I, I almost mentioned uh, Pigs in Space, but that was more of a parody of Star Trek. Um, oh, well, yeah. A, a great, a great, Trek, a great, yeah. a great one. Um, you know, Pigs in oh, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. No, that was no. This was fantastic. Dur you know, with 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 uh, little Gonzo is Durf Nader. The world will never know. No. Uh, and then and then, but you know, that came out a few weeks before Empire Strikes Back, and yeah. we get a great image of Mark Hamill sporting his brand new Bespin fatigues, as they mm. call it in the action figure world, and. Yeah. We were. I was a kid. I was like, "Man, this is awesome! Oh, I love oh, yeah. this." When did oh, you yeah. wear this? And then I see previews for Empire Strikes Back. I'm like, "Aha! That's where he wears it." Yeah. So that was pretty cool. But yeah, it's just and then kind of clever. Like you know, it's one of the few times that you know the Star Wars universe exists in our universe. Think about yeah, that. Ooh, it doesn't yeah. usually happen. So yes. now, anyway. one thing I want to talk about before we move on. Is are you familiar with the characters Tag and Bink? They're comic book characters, correct? They are comic book characters. They're they're definitely it's definitely in the the spoof parody. I'd say more more spoof because they're stormtroopers. Yeah, they yeah. they're stormtroopers, and they all and and they find themselves going all through the trilogy, right? Yeah, like they're the ones that are are manning the the uh, the the, uh, the turbo leaders or blasters at the beginning of. Oh. Episode four and decide right. not to shoot. Um, I like. They're always uh, like they're always in one little air, like in the, in the throne room. They're the two imperial. They're imperial the two guards. And when they say guards leave us, they walk around the back and they're like, "Oh wait, there's not an elevator back here." We just, yeah. What do we do? Because <laughs> we just stand here. here. <laughs> now I know that's that that was fun, and I think yeah, and I love that I love that type of thing of just having these. Basically, almost normal normal people, like like just average average Joes, in in like the in like these abnormal situations and just being stuck there and being the reasons everything goes wrong. Well, I love how that taking that idea and tying it into Blue Harvest, yeah, or you know, Family Guy, the Family yeah. Guy Star Wars spoofs, and oh my God, I mean, it was like hold your fire. There's no life forms. Hold your fire. What are we being paid by the late? What are you paying by the laser now? You know, <laughs> or uh, or the two guards on the edge after the Death Star? No, was that was thing. that Blue Harvest or was that? Uh, um... Oh no, it's Blue Harvest. That was Blue Definitely. Harvest. I mean, okay. there's there's Blue Harvest. There's the something chicken. something something dark side. Sorry. Yeah, something 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 dark side. And the third one is escaping me, and I can't remember. I but remember. it was basically just the the original trilogy. Yeah, and um, but oh my God, the one 
with the two guys after the Death Star destroys Alderaan, the two guys that are there on the end. They said, yeah. forget healthcare. I just want a railing. railing. And you know what they said? We said they, they wouldn't do it. They said we'd be leaning all day. Well, none none of this will matter when we're famous singers. <laughs> like, the randomness is oh, or, yes. or my favorite, you know, and you'll know why, you know, when when uh when Luke is looking off to ta- on the, t- the, the, t- the twin sons and then you hear the music and he goes, John Williams and the London Symphony Orchestra, <laughs> everybody. And then he's, so he's there conducting. And the thing I love about it is that, you know, Seth MacFarlane is a gifted musician and he's literally got John Williams conducting to the music. So it's not even like random. And then later when the Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru are dead and skulls, oh, John Williams and the whole orchestra is there. It's skull in skeleton form. Great. Now we got to do the rest of this movie with Danny Elfman. Yeah, that was a that was. I mean, for my profession and my job, that was a that was a fall yeah. over the fall. Oh, over. and of course, I don't believe it was any any of the uh, the Blue Harvest ones. I believe it was just a star. It was just a regular just a family episode. But the uh, um, so do we take it a request? Play the same song again. No, that was in there. That was. Oh, that was? Play the same song. <laughs> same song. Here we go. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. No, there there were, I mean, there were so many. Oh, my God, the couch. You know, somebody threw out this couch, and it's in great shape. I'm taking it. I'm taking this couch. Oh, my. You know what? They And, and it was really funny. And I, I got to tell you, that if you ever get a chance, I don't know how you can find it, but if you can find when they showed like a four, three or four minute preview of that at celebration, showing that in a theater of with thousands of people that are all star Wars fans. I mean, it just, it, I mean, it was only like four or five minutes of the, of the, of the, sh- of the show, of the special, yeah. but they were just to hear everybody react and how they, they would, the way they react when Stewie walked in dressed as Vader, you know, it was just, crazy oh. so of course uh, we also have um in that same vein like i've already mentioned the robot chickens christmas uh star well Wars. it's funny because they were even they even joked at the end of it like that they were kind of making fun of it like each other like oh yeah. you know because because you know, both, uh, both are very strong both are seth mcfarland they is is obviously the one responsible yeah. for family guy seth green green who, who is plays, on family guy is responsible uh, for, yeah. and they each they each wrote voice on other on the other show exactly now, one exactly. Of, now the robot chicken one to me that's the most famous didn't come you know they have specials right they have like the yeah. full, full out robot chicken specials but they've done a lot of standalone ones you got to talk it up with the emperor oh, oh. yes what the falcon my favorite one is the one where he's talking to vader and saying you know i just remember we had these uh this thing called younglings, you know, maybe we could, you know, train them in the, the dark side, turn them into, wait, you, you did what? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Now, get your, get, get your asthmatic butt back, back here before I tell it. Panda Baba or Panda Bear or whatever. Yeah. Wait, Whatever okay. heck her name. Oh, and then ending with the, I love you, too. <laughs> I, I, I love you, too. I love you, too. Um, yeah, they put that on there, but oh my god, Bo- our Boba Fett too, you know. Yeah, him, like... him, him falling down the shaft and suddenly having the the, the uh, change of the change of conscious. And I'll tell you something right else, else right now. Robot yeah. Chicken is responsible 
for why every time we everybody sees Admiral Akbar, they go, "It's a trap!" Trap! It's a trap! Because <laughs> the guy who did that on Robot Chicken is far more the, the way people make fun of it. They don't, you know, the way Admiral Akbar says it in the movie is more like "It's a trap," you know. But the way they he says it on Robot Chicken, "It's a trap!" It's a trap! <laughs> it's a trap! So yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal oh. stuff. So yeah, yeah, um, it's just so. There and now I will say this to those: if there's any younger viewers or parents of younger viewers or actually listeners and, and or viewers, uh, keep in mind that Robot Chicken and his Family Guy are or more or PG thirteen leaning towards yeah. R rated. Oh, um, we forgot but, one thing. Uh, one of the other characters from the Robot Chicken one. Uh, and I can't remember the most useless uh, stormtrooper of all time. Um, they have one, they have one thing where the, the first one he's in is he's sitting there, and one of the one of the one of the um, Death Star controllers has to go to the bathroom, so he asks the stormtrooper to take over for him, and he sends it hurtling into space and almost blo- almost runs into oh, like God, a planet. I don't know that one. Now- oh, it's hilarious! Yeah, it's really good. Jumping back to the Muppets for a minute, there have yeah. been a few parodies um, with Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the one we're more familiar with is when R two D two and three PO were on, and they were and 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 that was back in the seventies. So um, probably still too old for us to watch it as kids. I just remember seeing it. You know, it happened to be on, and I look and I see C three PO walking around Sesame Street. I stop and look. What is this? But apparently he was. Uh, I don't know why how they got there, what they were doing there. All I remembered is that R two D two was like in love with a fire hydrant or something, or a mailbox, something. He fell in, he fell in love with a mailbox or something like that. So and three PO yeah. was calming him down. But that was one. Are you trying to find it? Are you trying to put it? I'm um, just uh, li- looking at what they have here, seeing if they're different Star Wars parodies. See what I can find. Am I am, am I allowed to share on this? If I hit share, I think so. You should be able to. You can see if you can. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try something. Hold on. Uh, yeah. So there was that one. Just, uh, sorry. Images here. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Oh, I don't want. Ah, I don't want to do that. Ah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. That wasn't good. All right, hold on. Okay. Now I don't. Now I don't want to do it because I don't. I'll, I'll I'll play around with that next time. But right. um, there. But there was another one that actually was more recent, and it was uh, Cookie Monster cast as Han Solo rescuing Princess Parfaya or Leia. <laughs> um, but it keeps getting derailed because Chewbacca is being portrayed by a sentient cookie. <laughs> Who Cookie Monster keeps wanting to eat, so <laughs> you can probably find that that's, on YouTube. That's good. It, that's kind of it's clever. Good. It's it's clever. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and all right. So, I'm trying to think of. So, yeah, we kind of covered a lot. We have. Uh, um, we talked about the the uh, and you know the um, Weird Al Yankovic. We talked about I'm trying to think of any notable. Um, Notable <laughs> appearances in other shows or sitcoms, like the Muppets and things like that. But yeah, I mean, there's just been so many. I mean, we there, just, yeah, you know, but but uh, you know, it, it is kind of. Uh, I think we've kind of covered most of the main ones. Have you ever heard of Thumb Wars? I have heard of Thumb Wars. I've yeah. never really seen that. I, I haven't either. Yeah, so, it's. Uh, I don't. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, and then there's, I mean, numerous famous memes people have come up, many of who came from a lot of these parodies. Now, we should talk about, um, we should, well, Donald Faison uh, was voiced one of the stormtroopers on Robot Chicken. Like, Mm. take your daughter to work day. Did you ever see that one? Oh. Yeah. But Yes, yes, I did see that one. Oh, yeah. That was voiced by Donald. Oh, oh. (laughs) That's why I don't take my daughter to Jack Beep. All right. Um, no, the the other thing that uh, I wanted to mention, and I, I had it. Oh shoot, I had it, and I was talking about uh, well, Donald Faison, what, and yeah. I lost it. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about humor. Oh, I, oh wait, go ahead. I got it. Okay. Well, first of all, there was there is. Have you ever heard of Star Wars detours? Uh, yes, I have. Yes, unfortunately, haven't seen yeah. we haven't seen it because they haven't released it, and I don't think they're going to. Uh, and I mentioned this on a previous episode, but one thing that is very interesting about the Disney acquisition, we talked when we talked about the Disney acquisition of Star Wars and Lucasfilm, is that they there is a very different way that Disney handled the Star Wars brand. Because Disney and Star Wars have been in cahoots together for decades, ever since Star mm-hmm. Tours came out uh, in 1987. So there's been a lot of relationship between Disney and, and Star Wars. And for many, many years, they had this thing. This is prior to the purchase of of uh, Star, the Star Wars brand and Lucasfilm. They had a thing called Star Wars Weekends. And Star Wars Weekends was a weekly thing in the, in the parks in Disney World in Florida. And they would have uh, a whole, you know, bunch of guests, you know, that would be each weekend and have different guests, different celebrities. And they would have autograph signings and panels. It felt like a mini convention. But it was taking place in the theme park. So there was rides and other things to do. And they, uh, there was a lot of parody going on. There was a ton. Disney had a very different attitude about it. I mentioned uh, there was a lot of, there, there were costume characters like Mickey dressed up as Jedi Luke. I think Goofy was dressed up as Vader. Um, C- uh, um, Donald was dressed up as a stormtrooper. Uh, Leia, Minnie was dressed up as Leia. Uh, Chip and Dale were Ewoks. Uh, Pluto, I can't remember what Pluto was, but they. I, doesn't anybody know what Pluto is? No. Well, I, well, I know he's a dog. I just don't yeah. No, it. that's Goofy. No, he's, yeah. Yeah, they're both dogs, but one of them apparently has has enough sense to talk. No, the other Goofy one is a. I believe Goofy is a cow. I believe. No, he's a dog. He's a dog. I thought he was yeah. a cow because he's, oh, in, love he's, with a he's in love with Clarabelle. He's definitely a dog. He's in love with Clarabelle. No, that's you're thinking of Horace Horsecollar. <laughs> or that might even know. be I don't even think he's a cat I think he's a horse but anyway um, so so they so they you know being that they all dressed up like them and played Star Wars they were cosplaying so I don't know if that would be a parody but they had like Star Wars dance-offs where all the characters were out there doing like modern day hip-hop dances they were good but it was like definitely parody you know yeah. so so that was it so Disney had a big and then and, and you could buy the figures. I mean, I, I own and got to own at least 50 figures of different Disney characters dressed as Star Wars characters, um, yeah. different Muppet characters. They did it too, dressed as Star Wars characters. So there was a lot of loosey goosey-ness yeah. when it came oh, to yeah. that. But then Disney bought Star Wars and it all stopped almost to the day the, that the ink, before the, well, the, while the ink was drying. And you couldn't do it anymore. You didn't see. You never see Luke. I'm sorry. You never see Luke dressed as Mickey. You never see Mickey dressed as Luke. You never mm-hmm. see Goofy dressed as Vader anymore. 
You don't see any of that. You see Star Wars treated with a lot more um, reverence. Reverence, yeah. And 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 then they also have, of course, Galaxy's Edge, which you know is is uh, it's a story that you're in. So uh, you know, there's really no parody there. But um, I guess you could say though, if you want to talk about Star Tours, um, there is a little bit of fun poking fun there with. 3PO piloting, accidentally having to pilot the ship, mm. and the 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 you know the the different other characters that are in there, and it's a droid looking for a rebel spy, and it it, it can be a little bit any in the you, the antics that you get into as as the people on board the Star Tour ship that's trying just to get you to Endor, and it ends up all over the place. It's um it's really really fun. So yeah. I mean it's a little bit of a stretch, but I would definitely call that a type of parody. Well. So, Let's talk a little bit about, and it's not necessarily it's not in the parody or the spoof, but just general humor within Star Wars itself, because oh. there is a ton from the very first movie. Uh, you mentioned, you know, uh, C the relationship between C three PO and R two D two. I mean, so way. much comedy there. <laughs> you're, yeah, your near sided scrap pile. <laughs> um, you know, and the humor is. I don't even know how to describe it because you have you know scenes like you know. It's not my fault. It's not my yeah. fault. I know. Um, I mean, it's just, it, there's a. I, I think there's a. And I think something something that the original trilogy had that, and the sequel trilogy had that. I think the original that the prequel trilogy was was a little bit laxin. Yeah. They they did, and I'm not saying it wasn't funny. There were funny moments in it, but it was a different type of humor. But in the first original trilogy. Um, with characters like particularly like Han Solo, Billy D. Williams, um, uh, Lando Calrissian. I mean, you're dealing with like an everyman reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more. I wouldn't necessarily say subtle, but it wasn't over the top. Like right. I feel like, especially with the character of Jar Jar, you had very over the top humor. Right. Like you knew exactly what that character was for. Oh, here's the comic relief, front yeah. and center. You know, whether you love Jar Jar or hate Jar Jar or indifferent to Jar Jar, that's what Jar Jar was there for. But some of the funniest, like, quirks, quirky stuff that came out of the prequels came from Obi-Wan. And I think that part of the reason why everybody loves that, that, that came out to be the star of that of that trilogy is because of the way he kind of handled himself. Yeah, and it was it was in the vein of, like, the every, like, you know, not necessarily, I don't know if you know, like you said, almost every man reaction, but the, I see we have another... You brought another pathetic what, what, life form. Pathetic life form on board. Or you want to buy some death sticks? You don't want to sell me death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. Like he's not even like looking at him. He's just give me. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Let me have, have my drink. Um, um, uh, this in the sequel trilogy, you have Poe uh, po, and Finn. Poe and Finn. The now who who starts first? Do I start first? Yeah. Do you talk first. How does this work out? I mean, I knew from that moment that I was going to love that movie. That yeah. I was going to love anything that had Poe Dameron in it because yeah, and him, 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 him saying. I have a call for uh, in the yeah, second General one. Hugs. Do you ever General watch? Hugs. Do you ever watch it with the ca- closed caption? It's actually he. He says he calls him General Hugs. H U G G S. Hugs. Because it says hugs, and then it'll say hucks. Like at first, I thought it was an error by the by you know the prompter, but no, it was hugs, and then then it, then when Hucks spoke, it would say hucks. Oh, I, I said, oh, that's even better. Uh, even hugs. even the TV shows have had have had little bits of humor here and there. Oh yeah. Oh, um, I mean the the scene that got that made the most infamous uh, troopers of all time 
with the uh, with the baby Yoda in the sack where they're talking. Oh my god! Oh no! See, see, yeah, you know, I don't question orders. Stop it! Stop it! You know, I'm good with that. <laughs> and yeah. and you know the the rumor was for a while some people were wondering if though that was Tag and Bank. Oh well, that was the I, whole thing. I would be shocked if Tag and Bank don't find their way into something. If exactly. they haven't already, yeah. and we just didn't know it. No, yeah. Uh, so, um, there, you know, with, with yeah, I do think with, and I think with the uh, with the expanded expansion of uh, streaming service, where uh, instead of having a two hour movie, you can now have a six or seven hour uh, time frame to tell a story. I think you can have. Well, look at Pele. What, uh, what's her name? Pella. Pella. Is it Pella from um, the the mechanic from Bossaisi? Oh, Pe- uh, Pelly. 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 I'll learn her name, but yeah. you know, she dated Tell a Java. I dated a Java once. They're quite perfect. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of those scenes that every everyone was just like, <laughs> we all we stopped it, our, and rewound our, it. Our, and Did she? Our, just brain, go- our brains were just going like, how does that Thank work? Thank the force. <laughs> I mean, you know, I it, it she just was a breath of. Fresh, not no fresh breath of fresh air because she was just so much fun. And and from Boba Fett, the thousand pardons, you know, he's on a scheduled vacation or whatever. The Twi'lek, oh, uh, yeah, Nomo, he was fantastic. I want a series with the two of them because they were like kind of together there at the end. I'm like, oh, please give us a one off, give us a sh- even just a short with the yes. two of them getting together. So, you know, there's been a lot of fun, and of course, we had the Jawas, you know, with their. With their little furry egg, you know, they were just yeah, yeah. <laughs> some, of the, some, some of the humor were just like, what? <laughs> you know, well, but... even even that scene where he was attacking the sand, oh, trying to get the sand crawler. Oh my god! Even yeah. that was hilarious. Throwing I was laughing at, at that, him. <laughs> throwing stuff at him. No, it was fun, and 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 yeah. So this, there is always, you know, the big, the biggest thing, and and so many people. I mean, I've seen so many people complain about it and complain about it. And I just think, guys, the day that Star Wars doesn't have humor is the day that it's not Star Wars. You know, it's something else. Mm -hmm. Uh, It needs that humor. It needs to be able to take itself not quite too seriously. You can be serious, but just look at Babu Frick. There's another one. Yeah. I'd rather kiss a Wookiee. Yeah, there you go. Uh yeah yeah it's okay i mean anyway so uh, um just uh you know th- we're at a point now where with so much star wars out there i mean there's been cute stuff too and i mean i really wouldn't call it parody but all the stuff on if you look on star wars kids uh they have like mm-hmm. all the galaxy well galaxy of heroes no, but like the bba ro- rolling along or there's this new thing with little creatures that it's definitely more for younger kids but it's got yeah. a cute cutesiness to it that um is kind of adorable so yeah kind of fun so yeah. all, all right. right so i think that'll pretty much I wrap it that, up yeah right. I yeah think that's well, a good place to end it so all right well will why don't you tell the people out there where they can find you at i am living on youtube my folk my friends with a uh, darth tuba stars unboxing show which you can just find if you just do a search for darth tuba and you can find all sorts of episodes about different types of unboxings. These days, us collectors have to uh, do a lot of stuff with online. So uh, online pre-orders are crazy. I am up to, I think I counted 70 
online pre-orders, which is wow. now that's over the course of the last year and a half. And they're still waiting on some of them. So it's just crazy between pandemic and, and supply chain and shipping issues and everything else. But they still, they do trip. Yeah, trickle in and if you like to see these toys get unboxed and do some toy reviews that's a good place to go uh, you can find me on instagram and twitter at darth tuba darth tuba star, star wars unboxing page on facebook and you can email me at darth tuba 77 at gmail.com all right well as for us if you want to get a hold of us the best way to do it is through our email war the stars one at gmail.com that is one of the best ways the other way you can get a hold of us is through our twitter account at War the Stars 1. Uh, check us out there. We do a lot there. Um, or you can look at find us on Facebook and Instagram. And now we actually have a, as of today, uh, a TikTok. Uh, haven't put much of anything on there, but we oh, might, I might. I might have, I might do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> no. No. Uh, but it is there. So check those out um, in the near future. We are, of course, a proud member of the Red 5 Network. Red 5, uh, check us out. Check all the shows out on the Red 5 Network. Um, a lot of good shows on there. A lot of good people. Check those out. Of course, if you want to support the show, uh, patreon.com forward slash war of the stars. Or even better, you can go to uh, spreadshirt.com forward slash shop forward slash war dash of dash the stars the dash stars dash you gotta get it we gotta get a shorter we have I, I, I don't know how to change that or what how, what to do with that uh but that's a different topic for uh any all that stuff um so yeah that will do it for this week as always remember this isn't just my star wars this isn't just your star wars this is our star wars until next until next week May the Schwartz be with you. Mm. Till the spire, everyone.